0: Looking to get caught side of Bond. Le Fondre away from David. 3 1 running. Three points running. Hello and welcome to the Elm Park Rolls preview podcast supported by Phantom Brewery. Well, it's not Jacob Southclane. It's not Matt Lansley. It is me, Paul, today presenting this show. We're going to have a quick look at the game that's coming up tomorrow against Norwich City, who are flying now. They've got seven wins out of the last eight matches. But to be helped, help me uh, talk through it. I've been joined by James Earnshaw from the Reading Chronicle. How are you doing, James?
1: Yeah, good, thanks. Paul, how are you?
0: I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm feeling pretty optimistic about Reading FC at the moment. And why wouldn't we, James?
1: Yeah, exactly. Now it's been great, great fun to finally have some wins to cover. Uh, This season's been so unexpected, but hopefully, you know, long may it continue.
0: Yeah, totally. I mean, Saturday wasn't the most beautiful game in any way or form. Um, Let's not dress that up, James. But it doesn't matter, does it? You've got to go out there and do the job.
1: Exactly that. I mean, I guess the one frustration is we couldn't quite see out of that clean sheet because I think that would have been good for the defenders after um, the Sunderland game and, you know, a few other of the heavy games. But, you know, we we can only beat what's in front of us. And it it helps that Huddersfield gave us a few goals, but you can only be there to take them. And, you know, it's three more points towards safety and you know who knows who knows what else if if we keep winning yeah i mean when um you
0: were talking to paul ince after the match on saturday he kind of seemed happy but not the like the last minute goal really seemed to affect mm. his kind of thoughts and everything but i i like that he's like you want to see a manager pushing on even though we're actually winning matches
1: yeah he's, he's got such high standards i mean you can tell that he's worked with some of the best managers and, and one you know played at the top level for so long he doesn't let those standards slip even in the last few minutes when we were clearly winning. He was, I think he was frustrated with the whole second half, really, which, to be fair, I could understand because it's we, we were pretty dominant in that first half and, you know, you were two up and you thought, you know, come on, can we push on and, and get a few more? You know, our goal difference is in negative. I know it's not a massive deal, but it would be nice to, to rack it up. You know, we could do with a few goals and we sort of just sat off and, and let Huddersfield come on to us a lot in the second half and they didn't threaten, but, you know, a better team could have done. Uh, they gave us the third goal which we maybe you know, gladly took and then again we just sort of couldn't get ourselves back up for it like we did in the first half but you know I'm sure they'll put that right and if, if they don't put it right tomorrow well you know we're in for a in for a bit of a hiding
0: yeah I mean Norwich is going to be a whole different prospect obviously mm-hmm. um Paul Lynch was mentioning after match about parachute payments and how much he hates them basically <laughs> um um we all say this, but actually, if we had the opportunity to have them, <laughs> we'd quite like them, <laughs> James, wouldn't we? I mean, it, we're all very hypocritical in these situations,
1: aren't we? Yeah, no. I mean, you know, we, in our financial position, beggars can't be choosers, and arguably, you know, we, we wouldn't be in this situation if we'd had, if we'd gone up that year against Huddersfield. Who knows? You know, it could have been a totally different ball game, and maybe we could be the team that, you know, flirts going up and down. I mean, for Norwich fans, at least every other year you get an enjoyable season where you win more than you you lose. I'm not sure how they feel about sort of the yo-yo tag, but I mean, it's better than yo-yoing between League One and Championship, which is what we've been threatening to do for the last few years.
0: Yeah, you don't want to be doing that at all. Thankfully, we haven't actually managed Mm. to do that Um, (laughs) yo-yo. It's now looking very positive that we won't be doing that this season. You never know, as Paul is, if he was sat right here next to me, you know, the governor would be saying, no, Paul. No, control (laughs) yourself. People (laughs) get bang out of order. This is like we're still very early. Season doesn't start until March. We're down to the bare bones. He takes them all off. You're going through all of them. Yeah, yeah. I I, I love that. I love that. But you're looking at Norwich and you're seeing Dean Smith there. Obviously, I think it's taking Norwich a while to adapt to the fact that he's not playing the same way as they called it in Norwich. Farkball. But Mm -hmm. the problem is, in the Premier League, he was absolutely atrocious. One of the worst Premier League managers ever. But I don't know how Norwich fans will be looking at it, because seven wins out of eight, and that's pretty amazing, isn't it? And now they're coming into form. We've got to be mm-hmm. on form all the way through the match, haven't we? Like you just mentioned, James, on
1: Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, we can't afford to have a second half like we had uh, on Saturday. Uh, we've we've got to have another Blackburn, really, where we just come out set our store, and, and we've got to try and keep that up. But the problem then is obviously you've got so many games coming up. No doubt Paul will have half, you know, you can't not have half an eye on Friday and then you might have to take players off and rest them. As it is, we've got no recognisable, or well, no first-choice fullbacks with no Babba and no Yidon. Um, no Shane Long, you know. So it's going to be, Ovi Jari is, is probably going to play some impact. I'm, I'm not sure whether he's going to start or come off the bench. But when you're playing a team like Norwich, you want the strongest team you can get and arguably we haven't got that at the minute. But, you know, I'm sure they'll dig in and well, you know, what you hope they'll dig in. Um I think tomorrow is more about keeping it respectable really than, than anything else. I mean, if we can pick up a point it'll be a great result, but you don't want to get another three or four nil hammering. Um because you know and knock knock the stuffing out the fans and you know with with games coming up thick and fast you want a bit of positive momentum and you don't want to start that with some negative momentum.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going into the game thinking is I don't I don't like it when people say it's a free hit. I think you have to say every game mm-hmm. is what it is but I think it's kind of like we can look at it and say to ourselves where actually are we because it's still very early in the season mm. really we're only 11 games in but is this a team that can p- compete with teams at the top of the league or are we going to drift off a bit which is fine that will not mm. be a disaster in any way or form I-, I wouldn't see that as a negative but I think Norwich they've got all these wins on the trot but I don't think they've been fantastic what really concerns me about Norwich is the fact they're in their squad Mm. They have the players that they can bring off the bench that we just don't have at the moment, James. Yeah. I know ours has improved, but it's not at the level that we'd like. I mean, even Paul Ince was saying after the match that he wants more from the substitutes. Mm. I-, I thought Lume and Fauna did absolutely fine. But what did you think?
1: Yeah, they, they did all right. I mean, they kept the ball ticking over. I mean, I think what he wanted was one of them to sort of grab the game and, and sort of control the game a bit more because... Huddersfield were, were dominating possession and, and they were the ones that were doing more of the running, which they had to, you know, they were three 2-0 well, and then 3-0 down. But he, I think he wanted someone in the middle to sort of get on the ball and just sort of slow things down and, and regain control, which which none of them really managed to do. But, um, you know, we're going to accept that we're going to have a lot less of the ball um, tomorrow. We're going to be content with, with counter. We're going to be the away side at a home game, which is what we've done more often than not this year anyway. Um I think the, the winning on Saturday was huge because obviously it lifts that bit of pressure now. Uh, it's not a free hit. Obviously, you want to be competitive. But if we hadn't won Saturday and then you're going in and you're thinking, oh, God, OK, so we, ideally you want to pick up something today and then you go away to QPR who aren't doing bad either. And then suddenly you go three games potentially without picking up a win or picking up a point, and, and then panic stations might start to say. But I think the win on Saturday sort of steadied the ship. There's no panic now. You know what happens against Norwich? ideally a positive performance and and maybe a point you know maybe a nickel three you never know in football but I think the performance tomorrow is, is more the important thing and and getting out with no more injuries yeah yeah
0: totally what will be interesting to see what we do with Andy Carroll and Lucas Jow mm. are we going to stay with both them in the team are we going to switch it to a five at the back
1: I would assume we're going to have five at the back on Saturday mm tuesday you know, james yeah i'd expect one uh to be up front and, and not both of them and, and then obviously in sort of floating in floating in behind uh carol i think it is pushing it a bit to expect him to play 70 odd minutes on a saturday and then start again on a tuesday but he does look fitter i think than he looked in the first spell i mean he's worked really hard over the summer to work on his um sort of sharpness and fitness. But then, you know, you've got Mateo, who's just notched a goal on Saturday. His confidence should ideally be high having got his first goal for over a year. So why not keep it with two up front and, and switch out Carroll for Mateo and give him another sort of big bruiser up front for the defence to think about?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of, kind of like ways of looking at I think maybe we should go, just go for it. Because ultimately, mm-hmm. if you are in a bad situation of the game, you can revert back. But if you like start off with a kind of negative, I wouldn't say negative, maybe a realistic mindset going into the
1: match. It's hard to get yourself up for it, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah. totally. And I think a lot of Reading fans would rather see us go out there and actually attack and Mm. try to win the game. Because it's not like we can't score goals. We don't get buckets of goals. You've only got 13 goals, I think, Mm. this season. So we're doing okay. It's not amazing. But I don't think they want to see us sit back. What... What I'm actually really thinking, James, is Sunderland. That's what I'm thinking in my head. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see yeah. that again.
1: No, no. And, and if we let Norwich do what Sunderland did, well, it could be a cricket score, to be honest. So, we've got to try and shore up. I think it's shoring up that midfield. If I'm not mistaken, I wasn't at the game, but I saw on TV the mis- the midfield was just so overrun that the minute Norwich got into our half, they were suddenly on our defence, and you can't have that. You need sort of more solidity in the middle. I think Loom and Fauna potentially come back in um, just to add that sort of strength. Um, you know, it's it's an interesting interesting game. Sometimes the Reading of old would always get up for games against the bigger teams and try and bloody a few noses. You'd like to think they'll use Sunderland as an example of what not to do, but we all know that this team has a hiding in them. So you know, you can never go and, and say we're not going to get spanked three or four because they have proved that they they do it. Um, but, you know, if we come out losing one or two nil or 2-1 and we've given it a go, but they're just better than us, well, you can hold your hands up and say, well, I de- well realistically, we're not really challenging with you anyway. So you can, <laughs> it's not the end of the world if we lose to them. I think QPR is a, a more sort of competitive match for us on Friday. I think they're in sort of a rebuilding year where I don't think they'll really push on for top six and sort of in that mid-table position where anyone can beat anyone. And I think Friday will be a good chance to pick something up tomorrow just to see what happens and put in a good performance yeah I think that's it I think if we put in a
0: performance mm. even if we lose which is nobody wants us to lose obviously uh it's ridiculous <laughs> nobody wants that at all but if you put a performance and you lose like 2-1 or something and you think mm. okay we've tried everything we tried to attack just a little bit too much quality from Norwich mm. you think okay I can take that I can see that that's happened but if I was to offer you right now, James, two points in total from the next two games, would you take them?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think I would keep the uh, sort of unbeaten run going. It's a bit of momentum. Stop the, stop the. You know, it's almost as though we're waiting for that next hiding because you know that at some point it's coming around the corner. So it'd be nice to get out of that mindset where you go into games thinking, okay, we know this team can now sort of close games out and not get spanked. So if we can sort of go to Norwich and then QPR and Keep things tight and nick a goal and keep a maybe the odd clean sheet. You know, if you if you offered me a one-one tomorrow and a nil-nil Friday, I'd bite your hand off for it because obviously, yeah. you know, we'd still probably be in touching distance of where well, we'd be in the top six. I'd imagine or in and around it, which isn't really the ambition. But keeping what four games unbeaten, uh, sneaker clean sheet in there, three games on, on the bounce without a defeat after the international break you know, sort of carry the momentum over, get a few players back in the next couple of weeks and things start to look a bit brighter. If you go into next week against West Brom having I mean, lost the last two games and you suddenly think West Brom, who in that time you'd think would probably get rid of Bruce. I mean, I think, I think I'm personally surprised he's still in the job after Saturday's loss. You don't want another new manager coming in, new manager bounce, beating Reading. There's three games without defeat and you, it suddenly quickly racks up when you've got 11 games in the next month. And then come the end of, you know, the the World Cup break. We want to be in a in a competitive position where we can build and push on after the break. And this this month here is crucial.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a few points there I totally agree on. I think. um, (laughs) Well, I um, uh, went to see. I know I agree on a lot of it, James. (laughs) I
1: waffled. Uh, I no, no, too
0: no, no, no. It's quality. Um, uh, I was thinking about um when you said competitive. That's exactly when I went to the former player event with Mark Bowen, which mm. was excellent. And all those events are always good. I would highly recommend going to them. He said at the start of the season, he just wanted to create a squad that was competitive, mm. and that's all he could achieve realistically. Um, and I think that's what we are doing so far. Yeah, there have been a few pastings, but overall. I think if you're not happy with us being in third position Mm. at the moment, I'm not quite sure what your aims are for Reading Football Club this season.
1: We're we're almost a third of the way to safety after 11 games. I mean, you can't complain too much. I mean, there's obviously at some point going to be a drop-off because I don't think this small group can keep this up for the whole course of the season. But I think the good thing about this year is that no one's expecting them to. You know, we're all sat here expecting at some point for there to be a bit of a run and for us to drop down a bit. But providing we come sort of, I'd say 20th upwards, even well, 21st, people would say, you've stayed up, you've done your job, you know, fair play. But I, I'd like to think with the start, this team could potentially do a little bit more, maybe 17th, eight, you know, 16th, 15th, maybe even 14th if we're being a bit greedy. Um, and then, you know, push on. And then next year is when you start thinking, okay, well, now you're back on a level playing field with a bit of money to spend, an ambitious owner, a hierarchy that now know what they're doing. That's when you start to maybe look at a putting a bit more pressure on where they can finish. This year's just all hands to the pump, as, as Paul would say, and they're going to keep us above that dotted line.
0: Yeah, Tony, so here we go then. What is your prediction for tomorrow night?
1: Yeah, uh, not a positive one, I don't think. Uh, I've gone for 3-0 Norwich, but I do think it'll be closer than 3-0 suggests. I think it'll be one of those games where it's 1-0 till quite late on, and then maybe they can't catch us with a two couple of late goals that probably sort of, makes them look a bit better than they are but you know who knows hopefully I'm wrong hopefully a one nil Nick last minute goal and, and we can sit top of the league come um, tomorrow night that, that would be incredible it would be <laughs> remarkable if we did that
0: <laughs> um I, I'm going for a completely blind 2-1 and the main reason for that us, win. obviously oh yeah yeah the main reason is that it just would be fantastic for us to, a to be Norwich mm. because being a Redding fan but also uh, it's been so long since I've been able to tell my girlfriend, who's a Norwich fan. Just like, <laughs> really, <laughs> it would be so enjoyable. So, uh, that's just I think me. it would have been
1: was it Boxing Day 2017, the last time we beat Norwich. Oh, don't, beat I know, then? yeah. Um,
0: I could never have <laughs> Callum Harry. Yeah, 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 we beat
1: them, we drew away, didn't we, with the last minute Rinomoto goal? But mm. other than that, I don't think we've had much, much joy against the Canaries yeah she was very unhappy with that renomoto girl hopefully we're the ones <laughs> singing come tomorrow night
0: yeah we'll see okay then well thanks a lot um uh, james for joining us cheers, if Paul. you've enjoyed us give us a five star review and if you don't like it that much don't bother listening anymore because we do what we do our best so yeah cheers thanks a lot bye <laughs>